Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. You notice that I didn't throw in a curse there. I'm turning a at the, at the listeners because I'm turning a new leaf over. Uh, this is friendlier, more jovial Sean, and I'm going to take my time trying to ingratiate myself to the listeners, and uh, uh, who am I kidding? You guys suck. Anyways. <laughs> I was waiting for the swerve, waiting for the swerve. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't keep it going. I tried. In any event... Uh, it is Easy Podcast, Podcast Repeat, FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood. Go ahead and boo me. I love it. And there's Dave Taylor. I, I just get X-Pac heat, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> X-Pac heat. Uh, we got to find a new person to call. Like, there's got to be a new character that gets that heat now, you know? I was, like, I was going to say Baron Corbin. I was going to say. But the, for a few weeks, he was better when they did the King of the Ring stuff. And now it's bad again, so maybe it will be him. I don't know. We'll talk about that coming up. It is Eat Sleep Pod Podcast Repeat. We got, why do I keep tripping over podcasts? I I keep slipping over that. Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. And there are lots of ways for you guys to listen to us and follow us. Uh, First of all, you go to fm99.com and 1069thefox.com. And you can follow us right there. You go under the media tab, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, uh, ESPR for short. Links you right to our most recent episode, which is on SoundCloud. After that, you can follow us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling, and we should come right up. Give us the old subscribe, and if you could leave us a five-star rating and a review, that's very important, and a review, even if it's just like thumbs up or you know anything, it really helps us move up the charts and helps us get in front of new eyes, so we would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, interact with us. We want to hear from you on Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, and email us ESPR at FM99.com. And without further ado, Dave, it's episode 117. We don't have a pay-per-view to talk about, which is nice for a change. Yeah, this is odd. We actually get to chill and just kind of discuss some wrestling talk, and uh, we're going to do it first by diving into some news. And this week, not a ton of news that I wanted to get into because there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about on the other side of our break. But uh, there's a few things we can discuss here. Like, uh, first of all, the return of John Morrison to the WWE. Yeah, how about that? Apparently, he has uh, signed a contract. John Hennigan is who a lot of people know him as. He's had a million different names. <laughs> he was uh, Johnny on Nitro. Johnny Nitro when he was back in WWE originally. And then he was he had like three or four names before they settled on John Morrison. And then he ended up uh, going, he was Johnny Impact and Impact Wrestling. And then he was, <laughs> I can't even remember what his name was in Lucha Underground. And I should because he was a big name there for them. Um, well, but it, uh, he's he's uh, Johnny Blaze. He was Johnny Mundo. Yep, Johnny, Johnny Mundo. That's what he was Johnny, on, in, on a, a, a Impact, uh, not Impact, uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah, Johnny Onyx, Johnny Spade, Johnny Superstar, Johnny Ultra. Yeah, he's had a million names. Johnny something. Yes. Uh, but he's got, probably in the next one. Well, yeah, my <laughs> guess is he's going to go back to John Morrison. It's a name they've yeah. established, and it's a name with a history, so they're going to use that name. And that's fine. His character has never really strayed much from that No. in that regard. I, He's an entertaining guy. He has gotten better over the years. I will say that because originally one of the issues I had with him was he was all flash and no substance. He he kind of like plateaued. Yeah, like, I, I, he was great. Like in certain matches, uh, the WrestleMania twenty four ladder match. Well, again, video. but you got that to lean on. It's like I want to see you in a singles match, just a regular singles match, carry the water and look great, and then I'll go. Okay, this guy's legit. It just seemed like he fought CM Punk like eight thousand times. It did, and they had some good matches. <laughs> yeah. But one of the issues I had with him at the time was he he looked like he was doing the moves more than he looked like he was fighting. And that's a weird thing to say, and maybe people won't understand what I mean, but it's like you spend a lot of time trying to learn how to do this crazy flip thing, and you learn to do it really well, and that's awesome, but outside of that, it doesn't look like a fight. It looks like you're kind of just doing the motions. I'm not saying you're not trying. I'm not saying that at all. I I did like him and The Miz as a tag team. I loved them as a tag team. Well, that's what really helped him. Yeah. Was yeah. Him, him and the Miz yeah, as a yeah, tag team. Yeah, because when he, when he did M, 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 M or whatever he did with Eminem. Uh, M&M. Well, I mean, he was Melino, great. He was great with Joey Mercury. They yeah. were awesome as a tag team. But then he lost relevance. And then he got it back when he was the tag team with The Miz. Yeah. And then he kind of broke out on his own, which was good. He needed to. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that, was, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, w- it was good. It was. <sighs> was he in a King of the Ring final? Was he in a King of the Ring final? I don't know if he ever made it to a it, final. Who, who did King Who did King Barrett beat? Was, was Maybe it, it was him. Oh, it was Sheamus that beat him. Uh, and it was Neville that, that lost to uh, King Barrett. That's a great... Oh, yeah. I think it was Neville who lost to King Barrett. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Sheamus did beat him. I, th- I think Sheamus did beat Morrison. That's depressing. <laughs> Notice it really doesn't do much for most people. <laughs> I'm noticing yeah. at this point. Yeah, he lost to Sheamus in the finals. Okay. I, that, that was in 2010. 
long time ago. You don't realize that Mount Morrison's been around as long as he has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing him, like I said, one of the WrestleManias. Uh, oh. And I think he, at 23, I think he wrestled the Dark Match. What, did he team up with, with Flair, or was it the other way around? Uh, I don't know. But either way, yeah. he's back. He's got a lot more polish on him now. He's got a lot more uh, substance to him. He's got a lot more of a mix to him because he's gone all over the place and wrestled at this point. Yeah. And he's had some time as, a, as the top guy in a few different companies now, like for Impact Wrestling, for Lucha Underground. And he's gotten to really kind of build on that. So I'm interested to see what he can do back in the WWE fold. I'm wondering where he ends up. You know, does he? Because, I mean, they could use another face uh, or even a heel, but they could use either one really on either show, Raw or SmackDown. But it would also be kind of cool to see him in NXT at least for a little bit. Yeah, that, that would know? be, you know, reintroduce them back that way. They have a lot of options. And with NXT being on prime time now. Yeah, but my cat, my wonder there being is now they say that with NXT being on the main, well, on real, you know, yeah. network television, it's, saying, yeah. it's not like you go to NXT and then you get brought up. It's, it's now mm-hmm. NXT is its own thing. So yeah. I don't know if they'll put him in NXT when they may really want him on Raw or SmackDown as a star. Because it's not like they know he'll be going to Raw or SmackDown later because he may. They put him on NXT, exactly. that may be where he stays for a while. Yeah, until they have another draft. Right, yeah, well, which would be a year later at this point, because we're having a draft coming up. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't yeah. remember what night those shows are. Is it the first SmackDown and then the following it, Raw? It's, it's after the, the Hell in the Cell. Okay, it's after that. Because okay. that, that way we can figure out, you know, if, uh, if Right, Becky fair enough, or, who's what uh, champion, and yeah. You know, it's not a champion more than, you know, how do you, how do you get her to SmackDown, and that's going to be how. Right. Also figuring out who's going to be on what show. Big, big broadcast team shakeups. Yeah. Did you see this? This, this was amazing. impressive. First of all, right away, the entire Raw broadcast booth is gone. They have completely redone it. Now it's going to be Vic Joseph, who, I I mean, I don't dislike Vic Joseph. I'm just surprised to see him as the lead guy on Monday Night Raw. Um, And Dio Madden, who's had a very short run with, I think, 205 as a color commentator. Yeah. Just interesting to me to see him get that, that shot right away. And Jerry Lawler back. That surprised me. That was the biggest surprise. Yeah, I was genuinely a little surprised by that. Um, the SmackDown team now is what we're used to on Raw, essentially. Yeah. It's going to be Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young. But Renee's going to have a different role. Well, she's she's is the special contributor. I mean, yeah, she's not a yeah. play-by-play, and she's not a color. I mean, I don't yeah. think she's ever been either of those. No. I think she's that's always been her role as a special contributor. I, I, I still kind of wish, and I, and I know that we, you know, uh, we got like Tina mentioned, but I, I still miss, like, the two person teams yeah because sometimes you know because like because with Corey's like you know wants to be the body he wants to be the brain but it's tough when you got other guys in there and I know he did it for a while in WCW but it's, it's but even a, that was crowded yeah I mean yeah. you know it's it's hard to do these multi-man booths you know JR will be the first one to tell you it's not that he it's not that he hates three-man booths or four-man booths or whatever he just he just doesn't prefer them he thinks two man's better and I agree I think less voices helps yeah, uh, I think three man booths can get crowded, and anything over that is just a mess at that point. Yeah, um, but I agree with you. I think I prefer the two man. It would have been nice to see one show go with a two man booth, but I think this is their uniformity across all shows. Uh, where does Tom point. Phillips and Brian Saxton go? They're gone at this point. I mean, may, I, I, maybe they're going to do network stuff. Maybe they're I don't know, but they're not doing anything live because now NXT is going to stick with Mauro Ronaldo, Beth Phoenix, and Nigel McGuinness, who I love. I I love Mauro Ronaldo and I love Nigel McGuinness. Beth is there, and um, <laughs> Beth's getting better. I'm going to give She's her credit for better. that. I mean, She's getting much yeah. better as she goes. So it's it's. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's Mama interesting. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I love Mamma Mia, dude. <laughs> and it gets a chant from the fans when the big moments happen in NXT. We get a Mamma Mia yeah, chant, and I'm like, that's great. He, but that's his thing. Can't overuse it though. Well, he can't overuse it, but that's his thing. That's I mean, every yeah. every all, all the big commentators have their slobber knocker. You know, yeah. it's like that's vintage, their thing. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, vintage was dumb. But it was uh, his so thing was Mamma Mia. Even when he was doing MMA, that was that was his big yeah. thing, Mamma Mia. And it was it's, I love it. I love it, man. Because he gets excited. That's one of the things about Mauro I enjoy is that he is genuinely excited about what he's watching. Yeah, and that makes it in, and that makes it exciting to me because a lot of the guys, whether it was Tom Phillips, Todd Phillips, or uh, 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 even Michael Cole, sometimes it just seems like canned emotions. They don't seem genuine. Yeah. And I'm not, again, I am not saying these guys aren't doing their best. They're not working hard. They're not doing everything they can. But it just comes across as disingenuous sometimes where I don't buy into the moment. Whereas with Mauro Ronaldo, that dude, if you, they have cameras where you, they'll watch him sometimes, like from the broadcast yeah, table yeah. and look up at him. <laughs> and this dude is leaping out of his seat and throwing papers and yelling and hot. Like that dude is into the show, which makes it feel so much more 
like emotional. Well, I wonder if part of it is is you know, and maybe these guys have different philosophies. Because if you're you know Michael Cole or, or well, Corey, he was a broadcast like, journalist. Like, like you, I you, mean, he you, was you, you. You probably know what's coming. Yeah, or you're, you're told he might. This a lot happening. of these guys will say they don't want to. Corey says he doesn't want to know. You know, a lot yeah, of these guys yeah, will say yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, want to know. I think Marl's in that company because I think because yeah. somebody leaked uh, an NXT sheet a couple of uh, pay per views ago, right? Where you know it didn't have you know who was going to win. It just said this is happening or whatever or right. this is coming. You know, so so it's more authentic, it's, right? It's you know, it's not like they're uh, back in the days of uh, well, and I don't know. You, you know, they would just do the voiceover in the TV room. Maybe Cole does the same thing in the sense that he doesn't want to know either, but he just may be a different kind of broadcaster. Yeah. I mean, again, the guy was wasn't he a war correspondent or something before he was? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, he's been. There I for think he did over 20 years. But I think before that, he was he was doing something like that. I mean, but I know he was a broadcast journalist. He was a, he was an actual reporter. Yeah. So his. Just the way he does it, maybe more. No, I'm supposed to be professional. I'm supposed to be like I'm not supposed to be hooting and hollering and making a fool of myself. I'm supposed, and I'm not saying Morrow is, yeah, but yeah. just in the sense that I'm supposed to keep my composure. Yeah, and I, you know, we get that. I would understand that logic. It's a, yeah. and again, this is what makes all of them different. And I'm sure there are people who don't like Morrow who would say that I'm wrong and, and Cole yeah. may be a better announcer. Well, well, well sincere, sincere Cole is a Cole I always like. I mean, not to like say when, when bad things happen. But I always feel like he's a guy, kind of like with Jr. Where there's like, hey, there's a serious situation that's not quite storyline. Like he's a guy that, like, I would want me t- telling me that now of who's mm-hmm. on the roster, right? With something, right. but which, but by the way, you mentioned that not knowing, you know, when the WrestleMania with, with the uh, the ref and the the Ronda messed up with the mm-hmm. shoulder and stuff, and in, in the way that uh, Corey Graves came off, like, hey, you know, her shoulder was up, and then somebody probably said the headset, hey. Let that go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, because although he, never, he was right, he was one hundred percent right. Yeah, he was right. Uh, but see, I appreciated him pointing that out. Yeah, because don't yeah. insult my intelligence. That's it's, something that really makes me mad. And, and I give guys credit for that because yeah. he doesn't know. Because you know, yeah. you know, because he's like, oh, because he needs to be seeing it like we're seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Because had it been the other way, say if you know if Becky was the heel and Ronda was the face, and the, and it happened that way, you know, you have controversy to go in the rematch. See, for me, I stay focused on it a little bit. Let Corey drive yeah, that drum yeah. home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Corey's kind of the jerk on the squad anyway. Exactly. So if Ronda does come back, Ronda has a, a legitimate gripe to be like, yeah. you didn't beat me. You know? Becky can say, oh, well, okay, I didn't beat you, but you went home and cried for a year about it yeah. or something. Like, yeah. you seem to you seem to not be able to, for For somebody who didn't lose, you're sure acting like a loser. <laughs> you know? And they could easily tell that story. Yeah. Um, and I still think they might if she comes back. But I wouldn't say ignore it. Um, and you brought up uh, Renee Young having a different role, yeah. and she's now also, in addition to Raw, apparently, uh, or I'm sorry, SmackDown. SmackDown, she's going to do WWE backstage for FS1, yeah. which will be after uh, SmackDown, I believe, right? I think it's on Tuesday. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's on, on Tuesday t- night. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. We talked about this. I think the week you're off. That's right. Because she has that, and then I think maybe Booker T might be joining her. But on it's that. Tuesday at 11 p.m., so it's still in the same time slot as if they were going to be after SmackDown. So that's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, they've got WWE uh, backstage, which they're saying is going to be a little bit, a little bit of, like, I don't know. It seems like they want you to think it's going to be like um, Smack Talk. Talking Smack. Talking Smack. That's what it was. <laughs> I can't remember. It hasn't been on in a while. No. Uh, talking Smack, which was amazing, by the way. It has Talking moments, Smack yeah. was, because it was genuine. Yeah. There was no scripted conversations. There was Daniel Bryan and Ray Young reacting to things genuinely, and it led to some amazing moments and, and, and conversations. And you learned guys could talk, and you learned, I mean, there was great stuff on there. First of all, that show single handedly put the Miz back on everybody's map. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that promo, I was going to mention that. He yeah. kind of gets Daniel Bryan. Oh, when he lit oh. Daniel Bryan up, it was amazing. If you haven't seen that, go look for it. Talking Smack yeah. and the Miz, Daniel Bryan, he just lights him up. It's amazing. Amazing, you know, and, and at the time, because we we think, well, you know, Daniel Bryan's not going to wrestle again, and, and they kind of went back to that a little bit, and they, mm-hmm. they haven't now, but you know, but if they, you know, it was a weird because I felt it was a missed opportunity with uh, with the Miz being the babyface and right. Daniel was a heel, right? But I thought they should have gone there, and, and they while, didn't. while I don't think Renee Young is bad at commentary, I don't think she's amazing. I think she's good. You yeah. know, but I think she's best in this kind of role. I think this is her wheelhouse, and this is great for them what, because she, she was a podcast host before she did any of this, and this is essentially the same thing. Go host this show, you she, know, well, and would, talk. Would, well, when she hosts the uh, the pre show segments, mm-hmm. uh, that's the same thing. She, she is great. That's at her that. wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome at that. She's awesome at generating discussion and opinions, and and yeah. not necessarily having to tell a story. You know, she she she's good at discussion. Yeah, because she, she and and you know, coach has a good job, and I know coach has the ESPN experience, but I like her hosting. Yeah, I agree. Just with the transition, I agree. And, and she's going to be with Booker T. 
Yeah, which will be interesting to see. Um, um, hey, hey, Booker's been doing a podcast for a long time. He has been doing a podcast, he, yeah. He does. You know, Dave, a lot of people do podcasts. Yeah, Doesn't mean amazing. we're any good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that you got that big stuff coming down the pipeline. Because, uh, I mean, next week is premiere week. Oh so we're going to get a lot of big stuff going on. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff coming up right after the break. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. <laughs> the Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, uh, eat, sleep, something, eat. another thing? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back. Eat, sleep, podcast. Read episode 117. Sean and Dave hanging out with you. FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Back here to discuss kind of the stuff we saw last week in wrestling leading up to premiere week. I mean, you got the impression everybody wanted to finish hot. Yeah. And before we got to the big week of wrestling where we're going to have Raw kind of they needed something, so they're like, oh, it's our new season of Raw kicking off. And, yes, they do have seasons. I know that sounds funny because they're on all year long. But technically speaking, yes, they do have seasons. Yeah. Um, so their big thing is it's going to be the new season of Raw kicking off on Monday, which really not much is going to change for them except for the announced team. Yeah. Well, you know? I, well until, until the draft happens. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying but, premiere but, but, week, we're not going to see much of a difference, I don't no, feel like. No. Um, I mean, we do get a matchup we haven't seen before. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh I think the, but the, everybody's got the bigger changes coming are going to be every show but Raw. Yeah. So Raw really needs to bring it with the content as, as far as that's concerned. And it, I'm, I, we'll talk a little bit about what's happened this week about everybody trying to finish hot before Premiere Week. Uh, first, I'm going to talk about NXT real quick. Just NXT was good. Um, it's been good the last two weeks. It's just a little wonky because of how they're, how they're structuring the shows. Yeah. Because half of it's on USA and half of it's on the network. So it's the booking order seems a little silly sometimes. But if you watch the whole thing... But overall, it's not. It's it's still good to watch. It's still very good programming. Um, we got. Uh, I mean, the Imperium is now making a bigger appearance on NXT now with uh, Big Daddy Walter. They're going to be feuding with Kushida. Uh, that's that's been really cool to watch. I'm I'm sign me up all day for this. <laughs> I'm so on board. Uh, you finally got the blow off. Uh, well, we think at this point, Killian Dane and um, Matt Riddle. We finally get the match between them. Matt Riddle yeah. gets the win. He's the number one contender to the N- uh, NXT Championship. So now we're looking forward to Matt Riddle and Adam Cole, which should be fantastic. Yeah. Um. So I'm just NXT was still great shows this week. Uh. You know, uh, just a little structuring being odd. But again, that's before they really kick off on the USA Network full two hours this yeah, coming yeah. Wednesday, which I'm very excited uh, for. I wonder too if it was like not like a re-ray, but it's like, well, we got to get the, make sure this is on USA because this is going to transcend better than it does on the network. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know if they rewrote anything, but just it's like you said, they need to make sure it translates well in USA, and it yeah. also needs to translate on the network. So it's a little different. It's almost like two programs. Yeah. Um. But I so I and I, nothing wrong with it. It was just a little wonky if you've been watching wrestling yeah, for a while. Yeah, but not. But they'll be fine next week. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. They they finish strong like they've always been they've just continued to be strong um we'll talk well let's talk okay one of a lesser gripe for me we'll we'll go to smackdown first okay uh it's a lesser gripe for me personally um i don't love it that being said i can we i just want to get past it the smackdown uh kevin owens and shane mcmahon feud the lawsuit I, is it <sighs> it, it's it's just cringeworthy because they should have done this a couple of weeks ago and they're they're drawing it out, and and at this point, I think people have Shane McMahon burnout. Not that oh my god, so much, yeah, so much. We we've gone past the point where he should have been gone already. Um, Kevin Owens absolutely has to win this ladder match. He they're establishing now. at Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell right? Uh, no, it's a ladder match. It's at, at Hell in a Cell. That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, he absolutely needs to win this. If he doesn't, then this has been a whole this whole thing has been wasted time. And I don't care what you do with Kevin after this, you've ruined the story. Uh, the or, story itself hasn't been great. Or are you going to do the uh, one where it's the briefcase is hanging and every time he climbs the ladder, it goes up? God, I hope not. Because supposedly <laughs> Shane was the one doing that when it was Austin and his dad. Well, it, it was, um, or maybe the boss man, because Shane was in that match. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they, I remember doing a, they were t- on a podcast, I think they said it was supposed to be Shane. 
or Shane's doing at least. Wait, maybe. Shane was in the match. I know he was, but I was listening to the podcast and they kept how, saying how Shane's he, doing. How did he raise it up? Did he? Have I don't know, dude. I have no idea. Like don't ask me. I'm just. I, I, <laughs> I don't care what their logic was. Uh, it was bad then. <laughs> I don't care. I just. I don't want to repeat of that. Or it'd be funny if it did happen once, and then maybe somebody like gets beat up in the back saying, "Hey, you know." I think. It, see, what's funny to me is I think it should happen, but in the reverse. I think Shane should go up and somebody raises it. That would be. A- I would, and like, then, I would like that. You know, so it's almost like payback for all those years ago. We could find out it was Austin's. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be funny. Um, I'm just – Kevin needs to win this. The lawsuit angle is dumb. Yeah. What really bothers me is once upon a time, it, it, we didn't necessarily go down these roads. When it was Austin and McMahon, you'd think of, like, the storyline would go more along the lines of Austin is fed up with – I'm sorry, McMahon is fed up with Austin. Yeah. He, he wants him out of here. He can't just get rid of him. So – you know, fine, Austin. You want me, or you want blah 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 blah. Then fine, I'll have, we'll have a match. But if you lose, you're gone. And, you know, and then so I, in order to get them to make that match, like fine, I'll take that match. But if I win, you're gone. And yeah. it's you know that's it has to get to that boiling point. And as it felt that way, it's like oh, I find you, and oh, now I'm firing you. And, oh wait, a lawsuit, and we're going to counter sue. That's mess that nobody needs. No, no, and, and it's out of. There's no emotion it, in that. It's out of face character for Kevin yeah. Owens. It, yeah, you know, I, I just, I just want the mouthy guy who you the, know, who came out and yelled every week yeah. about being like nobody wants you here. You know, who is just, I mean, raising hell, kind of like Austin, but you know, and, and he needs to make Shane's life a living hell, and he's not doing that. He's right. Just saying, well, he should I'm be showing up. Yeah, he should be showing up, raising hell randomly, not with the, the lawsuit. Come on, that's. He needs to be done, and again, not the exact same thing. But think about all the stuff Austin did to McMahon: yeah. the cement in the car, the the trashing of the other, with running it over. He ran over the, with the rocks car or the Cadillac. He ran Some, over I, I with the so. monster yeah, truck. Yeah. I mean, just how many different things? I mean, I don't want the, this to happen, throw but I mean, the tire on the river, the, right? The hospital attack. Don't, don't, yeah, the hospital attack. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to go to this extent, but because I think is looking back doesn't age well. But when he grabs McMahon and has the pistol to his yeah, head and it says yeah. "Bang 316." that angle doesn't age so well. No. But that being said, I mean, you think about all the ways that Austin made McMahon's life hell. That's what Kevin Owens should be doing to Shane here instead of counter-suing and suing. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh. Have Shane, you know, I know, I know Shane on the match against uh, the new superstar they're trying to make now, um, short guy. Uh, Which one? You got to give me a little King of the Ring here. guy that uh, lost to uh, Baron Corbin. Oh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable, yeah. yeah. Um you know, it's it's like like have like have like have moments like that where you know you know Shane's wrestling this match and he's losing the people, just you know they get some frustration. And, and well, what killed me about that is that Shane, people. like Owens, actually caved to Shane in that, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, fine, I'll help him win." Yeah. No, no, resist him, damn it! That's yeah. the way we're gonna root for you. Resist him. Because it, it, what happens is he caves to Shane, then he gets his ass kicked by Shane, and then he gets fired by Shane. Yeah. What, like, I feel like the goal there was to put like a ton of sympathy on him because, like, look, he even did what he was supposed to do, and look what Shane did. But no, it makes Kevin look like a loser at that point, and that's not what you want. You want him to look like a rebel. Yeah. That's the way people are going to cheer for him. Look what what what, what got be- people behind Becky. Yeah, she was a rebel. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, and, and, and they tried so hard to change that because when you hear the you know the pay per view promos and they and they put the canned booze in there, nobody's booing her. Nobody booed her. Get out of no, here. Get no. out of here. You know, and it's funny because I mean, oh, Sasha's back and the, the, Sasha's going to take over. It's like, oh no, the the roles are perfect. You know, it, it's yeah. it's like Roman's not turning heel, Becky's not turning heel. They're your stars. Well, also, can I say that I can I, I appreciate the slower time they're taking with Roman this time. Like, the slower path they're taking with him. He's wrestled some. He's not in everything. He doesn't need to be. He... I'm fine with that. I don't get Roman burnout that way. I'm so much much more okay with that. Which, by the way, are we pretending he's not going to get drafted to Raw as soon as this draft happens? They might need to. They might, at this point. Well, maybe with Daniel... Daniel Bryan. That will bring us to our next point. Yeah. Which is that I am uh, uh, sick and tired already of the way they're portraying Seth Rollins in this feud with The Fiend on Raw. I, they wanted to finish hot with Raw on and for their quote-unquote premiere week. I get it. And uh, The Fiend is hot. The Fiend is hot yeah, right now. Yeah. And he still is. They haven't messed that up necessarily. But here's the thing. So last week, okay, last week Seth gets beat up by five guys. Then Kane comes out to save him, which was a cool moment. Yeah, yeah, right? it's in Knoxville. Kane's coming out to, to take out some people. It's fun. The Fiend shows up, takes out Kane. Then he crawls over, gets in Seth's face, and Seth's kind of just not cowering, but he's like just there in the corner, like he, stone frozen. He's scared. Like, oh right? my gosh, what is this? And my thing is that his explanation this past Monday was fine. 
I had just gotten my ass kicked by five guys. I literally didn't have the strength in me to fight back, and I, I just wanted it to be over. Like, I get that to a degree, and I can buy that, you know? But then, that same night, he faces Braun Strowman in a match, who he says he doesn't want to have to face, which that, that, I thought you were a fighting champion, That dude. was in that same promo, because he complained yeah, about I know. fighting Braun, and he complained about fighting Bray in Hell in the Cell. Yeah. And so he He's comes across face, right? as, as whining, yeah. And then, he, when he has to fight Braun, they have a match, and Braun's going for his finisher, which he doesn't hit. Yeah. Yeah. Then the lights go out. Braun gets taken out by, by the Fiend, okay? And Seth cowers in the corner yeah. from the Fiend again. Again, I bought your excuse the first week because he had just been beaten up by five dudes and it was vicious and, you know, the whole nine yards. Okay, that's fine. I can totally get behind that. I understand it. You just had a normal match and yeah. didn't even eat the guy's finisher. So you don't have that excuse this time, and you're cowering. And he even had more time because oh. uh, Braun got back up, which, which uh, right. Bray had, the Fiend had to take him down again. Yeah. Know, which would kind of amazing pop. And, and I was like, holy crap. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, it just irritates me because even if Seth gets laid out by the Fiend, he should have tried to fight back this time or something. What my I talked to no, no sympathy. We, exactly. We had our thing here. We we talked with Janice or I talked with Janice before the show because we were discussing how irritated this made us. HR. Which everybody knows Janice. She's been on the show yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. HR is what I'm referring to. Oh, is that what we're referring to her well, as? Well, HR, HR? I, I refer to her as both, but yeah. Okay. But just so um, no. Anyways, a really hot HR lady. <laughs> hey, she's good looking, man. And you see her today with the new hair and everything? It looks good. In any event, we were talking about wrestling and we're talking about how this annoyed us, the Seth Rollins thing. And our logic, I told her, I was like, what I would have loved to see is this week Seth fights back, right? And maybe they could do this next week, but next week he has to admit he froze and he's not doing that anymore. Yeah. You know? Like, but whatever. My thing is, the Fiend tries that crap again to crawl into his face and whatnot. Kick him in the chest, hit the ropes, and go for the stomp. But the second he goes for the stomp, the lights go out, Fiend's not there anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at least Seth fought back. He didn't get to lay the Fiend out. He didn't get to attack him. But at least Seth fought back. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 50-50 booking. But, but and then just Seth, give him something like, okay, I'm not afraid of you. Right, and then that can happen. And, and Seth can be games, like, what yeah. the hell? You know what I mean? Like where, you know. And then, you know, stuff like that can happen. But it needs he needs to not cower from a guy who's doing nothing to him. Yeah. Like he hasn't even attacked him. Well, I mean, he, he did he, he, at the pay-per-view he, he, he did. did that, but, I mean, that. since then, he has not attacked him. And that attack at the pay-per-view was not some vicious attack. No. He's been beaten up this, way worse by other people. Yeah, just came from behind and just, just choked yeah. him out. So, yeah, so Ray Mysterio, who won a, a decent five-man uh, elimination. Yeah, it was good. Him. It was good. You know, that which is weird because I didn't know who won it, you know, watching it. And it's like, oh, is it really going to be Bobby Roode? Do we need to no, see that I again? knew I, there was no chance it wasn't going to be anybody but Ray because yeah. earlier in the show, he's the only one who gets to do this this really nice promo. And he talks about he's dedicating his match tonight to his son, Dominic. Yeah. Well, there you go. And it's like, well, okay, he's winning. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Uh, so so, I, so he gets his, he gets his match. And then, you know, so the Fiend destroys him. And then maybe maybe Seth does something. I, I don't know. I don't you know. know. They did have a match at a house show where I, I think it was like it took like two curb stops. And then I think uh, I think. Seth won by like disqualification or somebody. somebody oh yeah, won. that's another thing. If we go through this stupid angle and the Fiend loses, you and I talked about this before. It's too early for the title to be yeah. on the Fiend. But if we go through this match and the Fiend loses, they've ruined the Fiend. Yeah. Because how are you going to make him this terrifying? And like the fact that Seth Rollins is traumatized at this point and can't do anything because he's a coward. Really, I mean that's really he comes across like a coward. Yeah. But how are you going to make that that this guy that intimidating? And then when it gets to the match, Seth somehow wins. Kiss my ass. That can't happen. The Fiend has to win this. Yeah. The only way you get out of this is some – there can't be a DQ. It's a hell in a cell. It's a hell in a cell, yeah. So I, what else could possibly happen? And, and, and what closes out this show? Because cause the, cause the feud is Becky and, and Sasha. Yeah. That's but the, see, to me, the Fiend's the hotter act. So the yeah. Fiend has to close the show. And if the Fiend closes the show, the Fiend better freaking win. He, he better win. Because I'm always thinking like, okay. Even I'll, if he's earlier in the show, he better freaking win. Because otherwise, these fans are going to crap on the rest of your show. Yeah. But that being said, and if you don't believe me, look at what happens with Daniel Bryan and when, yeah. way back when when the you didn't Rumble. do yeah. him right. Yeah. Don't, don't tell me fans won't crap on the rest of the show. They will. Um, I don't know. That, that storyline is irritating the crap out of me right now. And I got to be honest with you, does not make me excited for more Raw. Which is a shame. Which is a shame. Well, I, well, I, I think th there'll be some sort of shakeup. You know, Roman maybe going over there. Um, 
but they got these guys like they they have this momentum like and, and when also, Miz, uh, by, by the way the Miz so by the way congrats having a uh, yes congrats on that but like that was a guy like they just did nothing with with the face change by the way where's Drew McIntyre yeah I didn't hear about an injury he might be I don't know but I didn't hear about an injury where the hell is that dude yeah where's that guy at because as far as I'm concerned Drew is your boy like at this point Seth has been ruined Drew should be your boy because Drew he came into NXT as a babyface and he worked great. He worked on the independence as a babyface, and he worked great. Uh, he had surgery recently. Okay, well, then I explained. Okay. Because my logic is, forget Seth. Drew McIntyre is your guy. That he's big, he's muscular, he can fly, he can technically wrestle, he can brawl. This dude can do just about everything. And uh, come on, Vince McMahon chose this guy himself yeah. to be the next one. Next, the, the, what do you call him? The one, right? Or something like that? The chosen one. The chosen one. That's what it was. Let him be that guy then, for Christ's sake. Like, I, Let's get there already. But in any event, so Premier Week is coming up. That's what they're calling next week. We've got Monday Night Raw, which is the start of their season. What a great week for a wrestling fan. Uh, uh, you got Wednesday is going to be AEW and NXT, both of them debuting their full shows on network television that yeah. same night. Do, do, do you want the rundown of what we're going to get? And then SmackDown on Friday is going to be the brand new Fox SmackDown extravaganza. So, like, yeah, so you know what? Let's do Raw and SmackDown first because they're their own things with no competition from other wrestling. So let's... Let's go ahead and go through those. All right, so, so you got Seth Rollins defending against Rey Mysterio. Which should be, I mean, a good match. Yeah, it should be. Give it time, and then we'll, we'll know we'll get The Fiend. We'll know we'll get The Fiend. Yeah. Uh, the Miz hosting uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Which should be entertaining, to say the least. Yeah. You know, well, the Flair and, and Miz have some history with uh, the figure four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. That would be a great spot for The Fiend to show up. <laughs> it would be, but you know he's going to get involved in Seth. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar is going to be on the show. AJ Styles defending against Cedric Alexander, mm-hmm. which is interesting because they did the class match, which was like three minutes and a total yeah, and, and AJ, seven. yeah, crushed him. That'll be yeah. interesting. And why it'll be interesting because I, I still can't figure out like what Alexa Bliss is because she's taking on Sasha Banks. Because he, I think she's a tweener. She's just she's got no defined role at the moment. She's whatever they need her to be at the moment. Yeah. Um. And I, but I do think her association with Nikki has kind of turned her pseudo face at the moment. Yeah. Um, which is fine. She hasn't been that for most of the time she's been there. So <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um. I I got to be honest with you. The raw card just sounds like a raw card. Like it just sounds like a normal raw show. There's nothing on there that makes me go. Wow, man, they're pulling out all the stops for this season premiere of Raw. Well, well, I know they've been bringing back, like, like they brought back Austin. Yeah, which didn't and, help. You know, and so, uh, oh, Hogan and Flair. I'll, I'll go see what's happening. That has, and that's going to probably open the show. I'm, I'm assuming. Mm, probably. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Because they did that with Austin. It was like, well, they're bringing them out early. Because if you're a casual fan, yeah. and, you, you know, you're not going to sit through a Baron Corbin thing or something. Right. Yeah, but I, I, I just don't, I don't think, Flair's not going to pull eyes. No, I'm sorry, he's not Hogan. Maybe just out of curiosity, just I mean, it's Hogan, and it's been a while since we really featured him in any significant way. Yeah, so you know, it's the, maybe. I mean, Brock's making a special appearance. I can kick off the show too. But Brock can kick off the show. That's true because because they, you know what they do could just talk about this Friday SmackDown because he's fighting Kofi Kingston. It'll be interesting to see how much cross promoting they do, considering now they're on competing networks like this. Yeah, you know, so we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. So so speaking of uh, yeah, the SmackDown, so Kofi defends against Brock. I'm excited about that. I got to tell you. Now, now, was this was this the show in Japan where like Brock like laid out? We laid out the whole new day. Yeah, <laughs> that was back when they were still heels. I think. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this is a far cry from that time. It, it is. It but is. it it is. It's I'm interested weird. in that match. I'm intrigued because this I think has the this really has the potential to be Kofi's biggest match as it as I mean it's without a doubt the biggest as far yeah. as like name value, but this has the chance to be his probably most memorable match as WWE champion. In that same vein, I feel like he's probably going to lose. Yeah. I feel like he's probably going to lose and Brock's going to win. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where – because they don't have anything set up for Kofi after, after. this. Yeah. Which is weird, by the way, that Ray's fighting Seth Rollins because, yeah. you know, there's – I always say, here's a title match, but you're going to defend this week. Right. You know, you don't get it too much. Uh, so then you got Becky and Charlotte teaming up against Bailey and Sasha again. Which uh, we've seen, so that's not all that exciting. Yeah, but, but, okay. but I thought it was a good match first time. Oh, right no, now. for sure. But it's just, again, yeah. I'm like, these are supposed to be big kickoff things. Like, yeah. I need big. I need big. Yeah, and I got a feeling this time, like, because I think what uh, Becky and Charlotte won the first time around. The yeah, I think we're going to say uh, Sasha and Bailey this so, time. Yeah, they need the they, heat they need at this point. Yeah. yeah, they do. Uh, is that really all they've advertised for SmackDown? Well, Owens and McMahon. I mean, Owens and McMahon, it's a continuation of that storyline. Again, that sounds very normal. The only thing that doesn't sound normal on this show is Kofi 
and Brock. So yeah. at the moment, that show sounds more exciting than Raw simply because of that fact. Yeah. Because we're getting a title match where I genuinely think there might be a title change. I think for the first night, yeah. Yeah. So and, and, I and kick I'm off the time on that. Fox. I, I, you know, people complain about part-timers, but. Uh, you know, but I don't expect, at this point, at this point where they're at, I don't expect Brock to hold it for long periods of time. And this is the same people going, Kofi's gotten stale. Yeah. And five months ago, I want Kofi to be champion. Oh, this person's gotten Man, stale. Man, you went, yeah. The Fairweather fans just can kiss my ass. Yeah. I, I'm so over it, man. It's 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 annoying. They'll be the loudest yeah. people cheering for somebody, yeah. and then the first ones to yeah. boo them. Yeah. Oh, Becky got stale. Uh, it's just else. dumb. Yeah, it's the same promo every week. It's Have you not dumb. been watching wrestling? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Hogan cut the same promo for like 30 years. You know, and it's got it got to pop every time. Austin. Ric Flair yeah. cut the same promo for 30 years. It's ridiculous how you guys act like they're, they're somehow so much better when I mean, don't get me wrong, there were differences about them, and yes, yeah. like I would never say that Kofi is on the same level as Ric Flair, you know. Yeah. But as far as promo material, when you say that they talk about the same thing, find a better argument because that's not working yeah. for you. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's everybody's Austin. Yeah, you know? oh, Austin, I mean Austin. Yeah, yeah. the Rock because you know what, it's his catchphrases you like. Or it's how you squeeze in the catchphrases yeah. for the Rock. I mean, outside of a few, you can grab a handful of really big power promos, and outside of that, it is the same thing every week. Yeah. So, exactly. Uh, NXT. So you got uh, Adam Cole defending against Matt Riddle. Now, so, okay, NXT. You're talking about NXT now. And NXT and AEW are going head-to-head this yeah. night. This is a big deal. This is huge. These shows both need to come out of the gate firing on all pistons. So I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm, I'm really into it. Are you so Adam Cole and Matt Riddle. I'm excited. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a hell of a match. That's a pay-per-view main event anywhere. That is absolutely. That is a pay-per-view. I don't care where you are in the Anywhere in the world, pay-per-view main event. Uh, and another one, uh, Shayna Baszler d- defending uh, against uh, Candice LeRae. Yeah, another great one. Yeah, I don't know. see Candice winning, but no, another great no. match. But, but but this should be a spotlight for Shayna. Oh, be- yeah. Because, absolutely. Because you want, you want to be the... She uh, has been the workhorse she, of that entire show the entire time she's been there. Yeah. She has been the definitive dominant champion they've had yeah. for all that time, and she's always been able to be relied upon. And, and, and not gotten stale. You know, no. People complain, no. oh, her reign is long. I mean, she lost to what, for like a week or two, got the title yeah, back. Yeah, and then she got the title well, back. Which is fine, you know, the hot potato thing, because it just shows, yeah, they can be beat, but, man, she come back. But they just have to get the other two girls in that stable yeah, Marina Shafir and Justin Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know, I, you know, and they're working they, them up. They're they're yeah, progressing. I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, but maybe this is a time that it would be a great way to introduce them. But I, I just, you know, but let Shayna and Candice do their thing because yeah, Candice doesn't yeah. have um, who's the girl turned heel? Doesn't have her Yeah, doesn't have her anymore. Yeah. So uh, also Johnny Gargano competing against uh, Shane Thorne. I mean, this is going to be. I mean, it should be a good match, but Gargano will win. But again, it's a very hot match. The cool thing about this show is we're getting first time matchups. Yeah. That's the cool thing to me about this show. And I've followed NXT. Now, I understand to the casual viewer, these names don't mean as much. Shayna Baszler might, if you followed UFC and stuff like that, that yeah. name might jump out of you. But everybody else, unless you're an independent fan or an NXT fan, you might not be familiar with the names. Shayna is one of the more believable wrestlers in Oh, NXT. my God. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's guys. And, like, I'll put Adam Cole in that, in that category. I put Matt Riddle in that category. And, and, and yes. And, dude, wrestles in bare feet. Have you never yeah, seen this guy? Yeah. I put Matt Riddle in that category. I put Killian Dane in that category. I put there's certain guys. That you just believe, which by the way, nice comeback for Killian. Dane. He looks great. Yeah, he lost that match the other you know the other week, but he looked great. But but that that's the main thing because we yeah. got worried with everything else. Uh, Johnny Gargano. I, th- this is a guy to me. It was like because briefly kind of flirted with you know when he was in the WWE back before Mania. W- when when does he go? Like, I don't know that he does because they were going to bring up him and Tomasa, and yeah. I think they were going to be a team. And Tomasa got hurt, and he's going to yeah. be out for a prolonged period of time. So I don't know that he goes up. I, I mean, maybe he does. Maybe they wait for Tomasa to be healthy again. Uh, at this point, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for him. I don't know that there's a spot for him if you move him up right now as a babyface because they, they've got guys like Chad Gable, who's similar idea, small, you know, fighting from yeah. underneath underdog fighter who's really super talented, and they have no idea for him outside of let's make short jokes. Be- because of, um, you, you think, I mean, Ricochet's done all right. He's done okay. Yeah, um, but Although the- lately he's kind of, eh. Eh, it's been a little, a little wishy-washy lately as far as what they've been doing with him. Uh, but then Alistair Black, and, and I, I don't know if it's just I don't like... know what they're doing with him. <laughs> it seems like like every couple of weeks, they're, uh, Alistair's here. We we got to do something with him. I forgot. You know? it's it's it, it reminds me of an analogy somebody made. Have you ever seen... Um, you know, you haven't. Of course you haven't. There's a movie called uh, The Wicker Man. It's Her a horror movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, it was Nicolas Cage. And through the most of it, it's kind of a weird drama 
But then, like, every once in a while, it's like the director remembered, ah, crap, we're making a horror movie. Uh, just throw one of the kid's bodies in his lap all of a sudden. And it's like, okay, random horror moment. And that's what it feels like they do with Alistair Black, where they're making something else, and then they go, ah, crap, Alistair's here. I forgot. <laughs> and they're like, I just I give him somebody to knock out real quick. And it's, you know, but Alistair, that dude's got it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that dude could easily be a big star for them. Replace Seth with that guy. But, I mean, you know, it just kills me. If they could figure out a way to build him up, like, he'd be a good fiend opponent down the road. Oh, he'd be a great fiend opponent. I don't know why I did that. Because he could do that stuff, and then he could just sit in the middle of the room. Oh, yeah. Just not be intimidated by him. Yeah. Just not be intimidated by him. And, like, what I'd love is to see the – not right away. I want the fiend to do this for a while, but I want the fiend to eventually – I want that to to mess with the fiend's head because he can't get in the head of somebody. You know? I want that to happen. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right, so that's, that's a loaded NXT. That is a loaded NXT. Yeah, but then you have AEW making its big debut. We waited uh, months so and months for this. So long. I'm very excited about this. Well, live up to the hype. All right, so, so you got uh, Pac. Mm-hmm. He's fighting uh, the hangman here. Adam Page, yeah. who coming off that loss to Chris Jericho for the title. Uh, Pac actually getting a win over Kenny Omega, so I'm not sure who wins here. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are they? I don't want to say. I feel like I feel like the story here being that since Pac doesn't seem to be challenging going forward for the title, yeah, maybe Pac gets the win to keep Pac strong. Where, you know, maybe the story be that Adam Page did he peak before they even got on television? You know, oh, man, because well, we, we talked about like Omega like losing too many times. Yeah, where, you know, like he needed the win, and then no, we were, he didn't get it. Yeah, he didn't get it. Yeah, you know, they'll but, heat him up at some but, point. But he's I mean, still, it's still. Kenny, you know, and yeah. it's like... Okay. But the one thing I like is that they're taking into account wins and losses because Cody is undefeated so far yeah. as far as in singles matches. And so he's next in line for a title shot against Chris Jericho. Uh, but the Cody did an interview recently. He said, yeah, I'm you know scheduled to face. He goes, but we've got shows between now and then. He goes, I might not have that winning percentage by the time <laughs> we get there. He goes, it could be somebody else at that point. And so I like that because then it makes every match they're in mean something. Yeah. That's something I like. So Cody has to treat every match he's in as a serious match, and he's got one on the show. Yeah, he's fighting Sammy uh, uh, Guevara. Am I saying that right? Close enough. Yeah. So. Guevara. <laughs> Guevara. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, yes, he's he's facing it. It's gonna be uh, that should be a really fun match. I don't expect Sammy to get the win. It's no, absolutely no. gonna be Cody. Yeah. But man. I'm excited for both of those guys. It's going to be a good showcase for both of them. Cody to kind of reintroduce himself to a national audience. Yes. I'm not Stardust. And, and I don't have a mustache. And Sammy is a really talented guy. You're going to see some really cool stuff from him. Uh, you got Nyla Rose versus uh, Riho. Yes, for the, uh, the inaugural NXT Women's Championship. Yeah. I get the feeling they want to go with this Riho underdog story where she's going to win, but I don't want her to win. And I like I'm... I'm one of those people who's like, I mean, I like underdog stories, but sometimes I've just sometimes I have a hard time believing them. And Riho, who weighs I think 98 pounds or something like that, and they stress that repeatedly yeah, yeah. on the last show, giving up God knows how much weight to Nyla Rose, who's a just beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they made her a monster in the battle royal. Yeah, you know, because the first one in, and then you when know, she, you know. And, I'm not gonna like complain because some people are like, oh, it's better than WWE. But there was like WWE things in that oh, battle for sure. royal, you for know, sure. with, with the library and, and the books or whatever. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I think AEW's never said that comedy and entertainment can't be a part of the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've never said that. It just shouldn't be the show. Yeah. I, I, I will say this, and while we're on the subject of this, I, I hope because there's one more match I want to mention that whoever is calling the show, and it's what Jr. I'm assuming, and, and somebody else are uh, Jr. Um, Excalibur and. I don't know who the third guy's. It might be Mark 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 uh, Marvez Marquez. I can't remember his last name. I I I just hope like because like some things happened in that battle royal or some of the other matches where it's almost like they didn't know like the storyline because like when Brandy was out there and Brandy was accidentally hit and then they said something that, like didn't make sense and it's like no it's accidental it's not like not like that Karma or whatever or uh, Aja Kong is is you know beating up Brandy it's, it's because she accidentally hit her but it's like. Like you got to be on the. Well, Aja Kong's a different person. You're talking Kong. about Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong, yeah, Awesome Kong. Like they need to be, they need to have their storylines consistent. So like if something happens, and they also need to call what's on the television. Right. Uh, so th- I mean, that's just it's technical things. Yeah. But 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 that's something that that hopefully for this first show, you know, they work on because I just feel like when they're. Well, I feel like they, I feel like that. it's harder too when they're doing these independent shows of each other. That yeah. it's harder for them to tell these stories because so many people aren't familiar with what you're talking about, and they try to catch you up quickly, and sometimes it gets lost, and sometimes it doesn't work. And it's it's 
it ends up being a pain sometimes, yeah. you know. Um, I'm hoping, I'm trying to see who the announcers are for it. I mean, I know it's JR and Excalibur, I think is who it is. Um, but I don't know who the third man is on the team. Well, one more out. match. Oh, Tony Schiavone is back. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to be doing for them, though. Uh, so the other the other match on that uh, card, by oh, the way. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm looking at a news report here from August 30th. It says Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, and Excalibur to be AEW on TEW, TNT commentary team. There you go. So there you go. So I guess when they're on TNT, he'll be the guy. Yeah. So Tony, it'll be interesting to see Tony Schiavone and uh, Jim Ross uh, working together. Um, I think they, they worked together way back in the past. Oh, they did. Way they, back they, in the in, past. In, in WCW. Yeah, but uh, now it'll bef- be interesting. Yeah, before Tony left to go to WWE briefly. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, which didn't Bef- work out well. I, I, I liked him there. That's no, the Vince apparently doesn't like him. He doesn't He yeah. doesn't dig him, yeah. which, you know, what? Well, I, well I, th- I think what it was was an old interview was that Vince or Tony had like family and then he, he moved and then he left. I think he, he regretted leaving and mm-hmm. Vince said, well, uh, one other match uh, is Omega and the Young Bucks uh, taking out Jericho. And two mystery partners. So, so the, so somebody like, you know, that's out there. I that mean, do we have any know? speculation on who that might be? I don't at this point. The one thing I'm going to say is this. You can't make it a team we've seen already. Yeah. Like this, this is something WWE does wrong all the time. They'll say a mystery partner and everybody's expecting a, a huge thing, like yeah, a huge surprise, and it's not. It ends up being, you know, oh, the surprise partner for Roman Reigns tonight, and it's going to end up being the most obvious choice in the world because it's Daniel Bryan giving his storyline, you know? Uh, it, it, need, it needs to be somebody that makes us go, whoa! Like, the thing is, for me, they showed off the one, the one team that's been established there that you could get away with making him the ta- their, them the tag team partners is, oh, I don't know what they're calling themselves now. Not the party guys. No, not the party guys. <laughs> Get what, out of what, here. What about Big Cass and Enzo Mori? Could it be? Sure. I don't think that would be wise. Um, Cass just recently got more heat at some independent show. Yeah, he's got he's got uh, some things going on. Yeah, that that didn't work. Um, I mean, it could be Eli Drake. could be Joey, you know, jo- Joey Ryan. Um, there's a, there's a laundry list of guys it could be. Uh, I'm trying to find out the new name for the team. It's or- Ortiz and Santana are the guys because Impact Wrestling owns the name to LAX, but they were they were the new LAX in Impact Wrestling and they were great and they debuted in AEW at this last show, uh, making the attacking after the bell and whatnot. Um, LAX, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure what they're calling themselves now. Apparently now they both have proud and powerful on their Twitter bios, so maybe that'll be their name. I don't know. Um, Somebody brought up they could use Los Boricuas. Uh, <laughs> it's another name for the Puerto Ricans, which is that that's who they are. Yeah, but that, that was the group. I think that was referring back to uh, Savio Vega's uh, group back in the 90s. Oh, for sure. But they, maybe they'll be using that name. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but either way, they uh, I, I would say that you could make it those guys and the crowd would be happy. Ortiz and Santana. Well, and they, it would be a way to establish them as a tag team against the Young Bucks. They did have a send-off on Impact uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Oh, so. well, they're done there, for yeah. sure. They've already debuted on AEW. So we already know that. They just can't call them LAX. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a team I could see it being and people being into with that's already on the show. Yeah. Because we haven't seen them wrestle on AEW yet, but everybody was excited they were there. So I could see it being them. I don't know who else you make it that, that draws eyes. Uh, I, I'm genuinely not sure because as far as I know, there's no big tag teams on the market right now that yeah. would make me go, ooh, not that I'm aware of, you know, like if the revival had le- just left a- WWE or something yeah, like that, then we'd the go, oh, yeah, yeah, but, or something like that. But I mean, we know for a fact the Good Brothers signed a new contract, yeah. and I don't know about uh, the revival. I'm not sure if they've signed anything or not, well, but they're clearly the, still in well, WWE the tag team champions <laughs> currently. Yeah, so at least for the time being, they're they're there. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know though. I think based on what they're offering us, see, it's weird. Based on if I'm just looking at what they're offering us. I think I'm more excited about NXT than I am about AEW. Just really? because I know what I'm going to get with well, the guys that are on NXT. You do have that, yes. You know what I mean? AEW, I know I'm going to get some good matches and stuff, but I don't know as much about the structure of the show. I don't know about the surprises they have. I don't know about... AEW has more hype behind them in that sense of like there's this this what-if component to them. But do you, do you think, because now, now they're on the show and they're there, that they're going to get the promos of, oh, now we're on, we're, we're going to do this kind of thing. Kind of like at the pay-per-views where like, Oh, it's an act. Look, there's no sections tarped off for a TV show. Or 
We very well may get that stuff. I don't know. We'll see. I'd like to see them not take those kind of digs. Yeah. Some of the guys will not be able to help themselves. You know that. It will absolutely yeah. happen. Be- because what if in, in six months this momentum changes and certain are still drawing, but they have to tarp off the upper sections? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. but hey, WWE does that same thing sometimes. You know yeah. what I mean? They'll oh, make jokes well, about. Well, yeah. You know, they, they, it happens. I don't know. You, you, you strike while the iron's hot. If you're going to make the joke, it, at the time will be when there's the time. When's the time to do it when it's full? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. If we, I'm going to watch both. I'm going to say that right now. As for which one I'm going to watch live. Well, you, I, can, you can go back and forth. I mean, it's like the days of Raw and Nitro, and you would see what was happening, and then maybe. Yeah, it's more complicated these days. I don't have cable. Um, <laughs> Too yeah. God, I don't know. I, if, as for which one I'm going to watch live, I think I'm going to watch AEW live because I want to see what they're bringing to the table for the first time ever on network television. I've watched NXT before. I know what they're going to bring to the table, and I know I can expect that to be good. So I can watch that a little later and still know I'm going to get a good show. Whereas AEW, I don't know what I'm going to get. And that that's something that's been missing from wrestling for so long is that yeah. that what if, that, that what's going to happen factor, that anything can happen factor. And that's drawing me in. I got to watch it. Well, think of the first Nitro. Yeah. And and who came out out of nowhere was Lex Luger. Lex Luger all of a sudden, yeah. You know, you're like, well, wait, I just saw him on uh, you know SummerSlam a week and a half ago. And yeah. Then, yep. Yeah. So. And he's there. So yeah. Similar I, idea. Know. Similar idea. So. What they need in it's harder nowadays is 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 to keep secrets in wrestling. Yes, it's very hard. You know, because everybody's like, oh, I saw this, and they're going to tweet it out. Like like with Luke Harper, and it was amazing how. They kept him away. Well, Sasha, they kept Sasha a secret. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was successful on their part. What these guys got to do is not uh, what they did with Sasha was apparently she was hiding all day in a uh, bus or something like yeah, that, or yeah. or uh, they didn't even bring her there until the show had started or something like that. Yeah, and so she shows up in a bus with not marked or anything like that, and she just stays in the bus until it's time for her to go in. So yeah. that way, the surprise doesn't get ruined. They probably did something similar with Luke Harper. Yeah, they they, they kept him hidden backstage. Yeah, and so and that's the thing you need to do that because if anybody sees these people in the building in this day and age, they're going to tweet about yeah. it. Yeah. They're going to be like, "Oh my god, I just saw." I'm just throwing a name out there. Don't yeah. this. Not, I'm not saying this is what I want. I'm just saying, "Oh my god, just saw Goldberg at uh, uh, AEW." You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, crap. Okay, now we know Goldberg's probably going to show be- because, up because you know some because somebody's like texting somebody and they're like, "Hey, I just saw this person." At, Absolutely. At this, and, Absolutely. And then they're like, "Oh, on verified story," and then it, then it's ruined. Yeah. You know, so. like Ronda at uh, the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, because she came out at the end of the show. I mean, there's talks that like she was signed, but you know, nobody expected her to come out. And, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I mean, look, it's a good time to be a fan of wrestling. Yeah. We got a lot going on. Uh, regardless of who has the best show that week, I'm just excited about wrestling that week. It's a, it's a, yeah. I, th- I think it's gonna be so. like like certain things and certain shows will be better than others. It's gonna be interesting. We're gonna have to figure out how to do this show because now that SmackDown's on a Friday. Yeah. We're gonna have to figure this out. I don't know how we're gonna do it yet. We'll, we'll figure that out by next week, and we'll let you know. Uh, but that's it for this week. If you want to get in touch with us, of course, again, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on Twitter at ESPR99, or email us ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, episode 117 in the bank. Until next week, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat.